Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Nicole. I am with Two Moms and Some Labels. Today, my co-host, Brittany, is not able to join us. She had a previous engagement, but we keep things moving around here. So today, we are super excited to have our special guest, and um, I'm going to introduce Miss Kathy with Talking Books Library. She has a lot of information. Um, as you guys know, Two Moms and Some Labels brings you guys resources that you can utilize for your family, share them with others that you know have a special needs child or a person with disabilities. That is what we're here for. We're here to help share resources and tools for you to utilize. So make sure you click that like, subscribe, and tune on in. And we are so ready and welcome, Miss Kathy. Thank you so much for joining and taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down and give us some information about Talking Books Library, which I'm very excited to learn more about and also share with the community. Now, um, you know, again, thank you for coming today. We appreciate it. Can you give us a little bit about yourself, Miss Kathy? Sure. And thank you so much, uh, Nicole. It's my pleasure. I am always appreciate the opportunity to get the word out about our free services, especially for the for the special needs community. We want everybody to know what we do. Um, mm -hmm. My name is Kathy Searle Acevedo, um, and I was um, very pleased to be invited to uh, do this recording with Two Moms and Some Labels. It's a new organization for us, and I'm excited to learn a little bit more about you all as well. Um, networking is important. And the more we know about what, what each other does, the more we can spread the word. Correct. So, That's right. Basically, in a nutshell, what we do is provide audio books and magazines and also Braille format materials to anyone who can't access standard print. And that's important because the organization was originally founded um, way back in 1931. Helen Keller was instrumental in getting an act through Congress. It's been around a long time. We should, it's, we're, we're in our in our in our 90th decade and going strong still after all that time. Yes, wow, indeed. It, and it was started, intended for people, for blind adults. And then they expanded it to include children. And then they expanded it to include people with other disabilities that could prevent them from reading. And um, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the, that in detail as we move through the program. What I, what I have in mind is I think Nicole is gonna help me show a very short PowerPoint so you can get a little bit of an overview and then I'd like yeah. to do a kind of show and tell and show you what our what our equipment looks like and how it works and how you could get it. Does that sound good? Yes. Yes. I'm very excited. And as um, Ms. Kathy said, she'll go ahead and share some uh, information with us that we can utilize. So I'm going to go ahead and I pulled up the power. You're able to see it. And um, I'll let Ms. Kathy explain the first page. Very simple. It just says it just to, to put the um, the names of the organizations out there. We receive we are part of the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, which is part of the Library of Congress. Um, as um, as as we mentioned, it's an it's an organization that was established quite some time ago, and um, it's a national network of collaborating libraries throughout the the United States. Every state in the union and three territories is part of the part of the network. Next slide, please. Wow. Okay. That's us, the Florida Braille and Talking Books Library or Talking Book Library. Um, there seems to be two, kind of two versions floating around, but um, 
We are the main regional library in Florida. We cover the whole state of Florida. So this is a service for anybody in Florida with the participation of nine sub-regional libraries, which are also very helpful, dotted around the states. They help us get the materials out to the people that need them. Next, please. Awesome. We are a bureau of the Division of Blind Services under the department, the Florida Department of Education. So we are an official state agency here in Florida. And again, we do cover the whole state of Florida. Um, and the Division of Blind Services is also something worth exploring. They, we have a number of wonderful services for people with vision loss and blindness. However, the library has a broader um, demographic uh, target, which because we include, we provide services, as I said, for anybody who uh, can't uh, access standard print for whatever reason. It could be a physical disability. God forbid I, I have a stroke. I can see perfectly well, but I can't hold a book. Or I have a child who's on the autism spectrum, can't learn to read, but he's, he can see perfectly well. So it could be a co cognitive disability as well. And he would be he would be eligible or she would be eligible for, for our services. And again, the services are completely free. This is our tax dollar doing something wonderful. So nobody should feel like, you know, they're taking charity or anything like that. This belongs to us. Thanks. Okay. That is awesome. And I just want our viewers and listeners to really, um, you know, key in on that point of it's not just for blind. If your child is autistic or if you are physically disabled and not able to physically hold a book, you are still um, eligible for these services. So that is amazing because I thought it was just for vision impaired. I didn't know it was for physically and it's, everything. That is awesome. Thank you for that declaration. That's very good, Nicole. And it's a, it's a confusion. I mean, we're very proud to be part of the Division of Blind Services, but we, as I say, our, our target demographic is much is broader than that. Any disability that keeps you from reading. And thanks okay. for underlining that. I love that. That's great. It's, it is. It's really great. So just a quick, you know, just a quick few slides to sort of focus. We are not part of the public library system. We're not a municipal library or a county library. We have our own facilities on the, it's actually on the, we call it the DBS campus. That's the Division of Blind Services campus located in Daytona Beach. And um, about 10 years ago, we got a full remodeling too. So we have some modern uh, new facilities to, to be able to provide services. Next please. Okay. This is the equipment that we offer to everybody. It is a digital player. And we're going to talk more about that later. And I'll be showing people exactly how it works. But um, you can receive your books. We call them books. They're, they're audio books, um, digital audio books. You get them in the mail in, in those little blue cases. The audio book itself, you can see to the left, just behind the player. And as I said, we're going we're gonna to have a demo of that later, later on. But that is part of the service that we offer to people. Oh, that is exciting. Okay. Wow. And here's an example of, um, of, of a young man sitting and listening to a book on his player. I don't know what happened to our, um, <laughs> our, our lettering there. A G sort of jumped down onto the next line. Right. You can live with that. <laughs> right. So um, awesome. this young man happens to be a friend of mine. He is, um, he has cerebral palsy. He's in a wheelchair. He's also a champion, um, Special Olympics uh, gold and silver medal winner on horseback, a very wow. accomplished person, and um, but he didn't know about he did not know about talking books until I introduced. I happened to be visiting with the family, and we 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 got him signed up, and he loves them. He listens to them 
more, we have them in Spanish and English and he's, he's a native Spanish speaker. Well, he's bilingual, I should say, but he chooses usually to listen in Spanish. Wow. Personalize it a little bit more. Thank you. That is awesome. Yep. So another way you can get your uh, materials is um, you can do downloading via Bard, B-A-R-D, as in Shakespeare the Bard. You know, they have, they have some some cute and, you know, catchy an acronym. So that stands for Braille and Audio Reading Downloads. These days you can download Braille to a, uh, um, to a refreshable um, a display, a keyboard that's called a refreshable Braille display. And they, of course, you can also download audiobooks. You can download them to a smart device or you can download them to a flash drive and play them in, in, in our player. So it, it depends on what level of technology you're, you're comfortable with or you can do all of the above. Next, please. Very nice. So there's a, here's a shot of a lady. Looks like she's on a boat. She's got a, her, her app on her phone and she's listening to a, a book on her on her own device. The director of, um, or I should say the, the former director of the, of the National Library Service, NLS as we call it, she said that this is like having a library in your pocket. And it really is because you can take it with you anywhere. That's awesome. Next. We also have a small recording studio in Daytona. We have most of our materials from the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, which we call NLS in case I slip up and, and then use the initials. But we do record Florida interest books and magazines. And we are also in the process of uh, recording prize-winning children and youth titles for our readers as well. Things that they might not find on the national listings, but they can but we we record them and then they are posted to this to the national listing card and um people can listen to florida specialized wow okay next please there we go we also have um we do pr produce large uh print publications newsletters and mailings and um there's we we have volunteers that help us get those things out into the mail we have um we produce our own newsletter. We produce newsletters for our sub-regional libraries and for affiliated organizations such as the National Federation of the Blind and um, Blind Vets and other organizations like that. Okay. Next, please. So this is just a, a quick run through of the basics. We have, um, I'm just calling them takeaway points. Um, this is a free service and for anyone who can't read standard print due to visual impairment, reading or perceptual disability, or a physical disability. The books and magazines are available in Braille and digital formats in English, Spanish, and other languages as well. We have applications um, available for individuals in both English and Spanish. And applications are also available for institutions and organizations that primarily work with people with disabilities. In other words, um, uh, two moms and some labels. If 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 they wanted to, if you wanted to, you could apply for an institutional partnership, and you could have a player to show people and a sample book. And so you could do that as a if you have meetings and or if you you do events. That's another way that um, we can get the word out about the library. Awesome. Mm -hmm. The equipment is provided free of charge. It's a long term loan, and um, we do provide the player and lightweight headphones if people want them. We also have a remote if people need it for some, if someone's in a wheelchair or a bedridden and they can't manipulate too easily. We also have amplified equipment available for people with hearing loss. 
for that. Oh. There's a separate application, um, but it's it's really a pretty amazing service. If someone is is completely lost their hearing, we we can't help. But there's if even they have to have quite a considerable amount of hearing loss, the amplified equipment can be very good in helping them um, be able to listen to books. It does require a separate application that has to be signed off by an audiologist because if they were to use someone were to use the equipment that didn't need it, um, well they would they would need it. It could damage their hearing, and we obviously don't mm -hmm. want to have anything like that happening. Correct. So um, let's see what else we our player does use electrical current norm, normal electrical current, but it has a rechargeable smart battery, okay. and so if you leave it plugged in when you don't need it to be portable, it will recharge, and it can they can last up to five years. Wow. And the player would be replaced in case of uh, any malfunction or when if the batteries, you know, when the batteries finally do run out. Um, patrons can choose their own books. Uh, they can order individually and, and we'll talk about the different ways you can order. You can also have your account set up to auto select mode according to your favorite themes, you know, the genres that you like, the authors that you like, the narrators that you may prefer. And then uh, the computer, the computerized system will just pick out um, books that fall into those categories and and send them to you. And so that way you get to try maybe some authors that you don't know about. You know, say for in my case, I love historical novels and I love mystery. Um, so and there's actually turns out that there's historical novels that are mysteries. So mm -hmm. that, I didn't know that until I um, got involved with it, <laughs> realized um, how many wonderful possibilities are out there. Right. Could we have the next page, Nicole? Sure. So the books may be delivered prepaid to the U.S. Postal Service. In other words, there is no cost to the patron for any of this at all, not for the service and not for the postage either. Um, or they, as I said, they may be downloaded to a USB or a smart device. It could be an Android, an Apple, anything that's along those lines. Um, also, each patron is assigned a reader advisor and our staff to assist with anything that they need, wow. orders, account settings, any technical issues. Say they're trying to get set up to do the downloading and it's not working for them as easily as they wished, and they can just call a library and their reader advisor will walk them through. They can call a library or email a library um, anytime during regular business hours, or they can also leave, well, email or leave voicemails during um, weekends, evenings, anytime. 24-7, and you'll get a response from us. So the materials can maybe kept up to, well, it's, it's kind of loose. It's not like a regular library. I think the last thing I heard was they are, they're asking them to be returned within 45 days. Um, usually people return them more quickly. The service is going to continue as long as uh, patrons return their materials in a timely manner and don't let them pile up on their account. So if they don't um, end up with more than, I think it's 25 books on their account at once, the service will continue. Some people read it, read so much, they're getting 10 books a week, then they're returning, they'll have to send 10 books back, we'll send them 10 more. So um, some people are really voracious readers and they, they, they use it a lot. Or you could get one book a month. It doesn't matter. Whatever is comfortable for the person that's using it. Okay. And by the way, the public is welcome to to, um, to schedule a visit to the library. It's not a walk-in library. It's not that you go in and browse like you would in your public library. Oh, okay. It, it's more like a, it's kind of think of like a warehouse with an office on the front of it. We provide, um, it's all done by orders through mail or by download. That doesn't mean, however, that if somebody has an emergency, they have to go out of town, they're out of books, they can drop by and we will do a special walk-in order for them to accommodate any special needs. 
And again, we're happy to have tours. People, if for example, if um, two moms and some labels wanted to schedule a visit, we'd love to have you and show you around the library in person. Okay. With a with a with a group with just the two of you or the or a group of your um your moms. Okay. So um, we do work a lot with volunteers. They've been a mainstay for traditionally in 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 helping the library to serve its patrons. We um, we do have a sizable volunteer staff and. It's um, they 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 help us in all our different areas. The recording studio, as I mentioned, does produce Florida interest books and magazines, and it's done almost completely with volunteer narrators, volunteer monitors, and volunteer reviewers. You don't wow. have, you don't have to have a fancy voice to do that. We in fact, what we need the most are our reviewers. Everybody starts out reviewing pretty much and and learns the system that way. And if you if you think you've got um, you know, the good voice for it, you can audition to be a narrator as well. And we're especially in need of Spanish speakers, native Spanish speakers. We we had a Spanish language um, production team before the before COVID hit. And I think COVID did kind of knock the stuffing out of a lot of programs. And I think mm-hmm. we're not the only ones that had, were impacted by that. So we'd mm-hmm. like to build that up again as well, um, yes. as, as just as I mentioned. And I think that's about it. Here's the information Here's the contact information where you can find out more. You can call 1-800-226-6076, or you can email OPAC, that's capital O, capital P, capital A, capital C, under slash librarian, in lowercase, just like it sounds, at DBS, that's for Division of Blind Services, dot FLDOE, Florida Department of Education.org. And you can also visit either of our websites. The, 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 um, the NLS website, the National Library Service, is there. It's www.loc.gov forward slash NLS. And then our, um, our, our DBS website is actually... I thought I had made a correction there. It, it doesn't need to have the HTTPS in front of it. It's just dbs.fldoe.org forward slash library. And you can also apply online at that time. So that's a good thing to know. That's in that The correct address is on all of our documents that I forwarded to you, Nicole. So we don't have to worry about that too much. Okay. okay. We'll share all the links um, on social media and then on YouTube on the description. So you guys will be able to find all that information as well there um, stuff. So very great information um, for the community to know about. I'm very excited to see the demonstration, but before we get into demonstration, I do have a couple of questions that I'm sure maybe some listeners or viewers are wondering as well. So um, children's books. Oh yeah. We've got lots of children's books. Um, We have many titles for kids. Let me just quickly, um, we don't publish a written catalog anymore. That, that got, that died during COVID when we when they couldn't find enough paper and things like that. Um, what they did have listings that look like this, but you can get them. They're all online, and I, I'm just okay. going to show it briefly because it gives you a sense of. There's many titles that are that here books for adults, um, adult fiction, adult nonfiction. I'm having a hard time showing this. Sorry, um, books for children, adventure, animals, wildlife, fantasy. Okay. Growing up, historical fiction, humor, mystery and discovery, scary stories 
school, science fiction, sports and recreation. And then there's a list of nonfiction, adventure, animals and wildlife, astronomy, okay. general biography, history, nature and environment, you and your body, all kinds of interesting. And those are just categories and those aren't all of them either. It's just a little kind of a um, introduction to the kind of uh, selection that we do have. And of course we do have books in Spanish as well for adults and kids. We also okay. have magazines that, that are listed on the website. So does that answer your question? Awesome. Yes, yes, that's awesome. And as many of you guys know that are listening or viewing, I'm a big advocate on reading because I feel like it lets your imagination, it, it helps you grow. And if, you know, being a special needs mom, um, we have a lot of times where our children can't leave the house or experience those type of things. But if they're able to get these books, they're able to explore. So I am very happy about that. Now, can you go over the process of, um, I know you said they can order online, um, but is there anywhere else that they can order? So basically, I think it would be easier to talk about first the application process and then and then what happens after that and and but before we move away from children's books i would just like to take advantage to show to, to mention one other thing is that okay yes yes so we have books that, that are called twin vision books everybody knows the story of cinderella and this is a book with beautiful illustrations and it's got something else that is unusual it's got um it's got braille overlays. So this, this means that a, wow. a, sighted, a, a sighted mother can read to a blind child who's then following along with the braille. Or it means that a, a blind mother can read to a sighted child who can follow along with the pictures. Yes, that and is amazing. It really is wonderful. And what I love about it is what we've discovered working a little bit with CARD. Um, the You probably are familiar with CARD, the Center for Autism and Related um, disorders in from University of Central Florida. They had we 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 were talking with a reading specialist about how to get um, children with autism interested in, in looking at books, and not all of them are. But these these are these are such wonderful little books. These are touchable books. This is like see the little bunnies, the little bunny little uh -huh. tail, the little see bunny tail. Right. It's so cute. And these are for the young kids. And even though they're intended for kids who can't see. They've also been successfully used with, with kids who can see because every all kids like to touch things. Little, little cheeky. That's good. So And these books will be shipped to the person's house. Wow. Well, you, you just have to indicate um, to your reader advisor or put it on your application. Right. Okay. So let me just let me just show a little bit about what the equipment looks like, and it'll make more sense if we as, as I go along to explain about how you get your books then with that. Okay. That, yes, ma'am. At, mm -hmm. at least I think it will be more logical. Yes. If you, if you sign, if you want to have the player, it looks like this. Okay. It, it's made so that each of the different buttons is different. So if someone is having, um, doesn't see very well, uh, they can tell the difference by the name of the, the, by the name, but the shape and color of the, of the keys. So if you turn it on, I'm going to switch to this one. Sorry, we're going to use this one. Same deal. Player on. Press any button to learn about its function. Battery charge remaining. Greater than 29 hours. So each button, when it doesn't have a cartridge in it, each button will tell you what it does when you press it. 
for example, it's got the standard backwards and forwards and up down volume and all of that. It's also got a moon button, which most places don't have. Sleep. Pressing the sleep button once will play 15 minutes of the book and then stop the machine. Pressing the sleep button twice will play the book for 30 minutes, three times for 45 minutes. You get the idea. It's for, for those of us who love to, you know, read at bedtime. And uh, the advantage is this machine will turn it off if you fall asleep instead of falling on the having your book fall on the floor like mine do <laughs> right. the time. <laughs> so and it's also got buttons for um speed you can speed it up you can also adjust the tone in case the narrator is not is toned down like it to, to be. lower the tone of the voice by one step press the tone down button there. so it can kind of be custom made for your for your for the person who's um listening to the cartridge and as i say the cartridges come in a blue box that looks like this they're each they open like this, and there's the book. Oh, okay. Morganville, the Morganville Vampires, books 13 through 15. So you take it out of the, um, the case, and the case has an address card on the back. It would have your address on one side, and then you flip it over, and the library's address is on the other side, and then you just put it right back in the mail when you're through, ready to send it back. Wow. So that's that makes it really easy. The, the cartridge, they're very sturdy. The players are very sturdy. And um, when you're ready to play, here's a, I'm going to give it a shot here just to give a quick sample. Can't get used to this camera here, but I will. So the cartridge has a hole in it so that you can be sure which end to not put in the machine. You turn that around, put this in the machine. Very nice. Okay. Four books. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Current position. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So you get the idea. It goes through all of the uh, Library of Congress stuff that's at the beginning of every book, and then it reads the story. It's it's an audio book like any other audio book, but these are free, and they come in the mail to you. And make and it's um, a nice uh, touch, I think, to be able to, to not have, like you say, sometimes it's not as easy for people with disabilities to get out. Um, we also can, we do have the, um, the players can be programmed in Spanish. Reproductor prendido. Oprimir cualquier botón para aprender cómo funciona. Carga de la batería restante. Mayor. So this is, you know, this is great for us in Florida. We do have a lot of Spanish speakers who use the program. We wish we had more though. So that's why we're always reaching out to all of the communities and not just, a, not just the Spanish speaking community. We have, um, Creole readers. We have, well, even in our area right here in Volusia, we have Cambodians and we have all kinds of different um, language groups that use the program. If someone can't get it, handle the player easily, there is a remote, which looks, as, it's set up just like the player and it makes it easy for the person to stop and start and, and use the, the player. Now, another question I have about the player. So does the player hook to headphones as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. so you can play it out loud or on headphones. You certainly can, and I I usually have them handy to show people. But we have we do provide lightweight headphones, or oftentimes people have their own headphones for other devices, and they they plug right in just the same as anything. One, I'm glad you mentioned that though. Here's the place where you would plug in the in the headphones, okay. and this is where, this is a um a flash drive port. So if you want to, okay. for example, go online to the National Library Service website and just download the books you want, you put them right on a flashlight and bingo, you don't, you could just circumvent the whole thing of um, getting books in the mail, the mail. or okay. supplement them if you want. And as I say, they're portable. 
they can they're kind of heavy so sometimes what people will do is just um use both modes of getting their books and keep this by their bed or by their favorite chair and listen to this which has better quality audio quality really and the player does when they're at home and then when they're out and about they would be using it on their on their phone which looks like this you can see this gentleman using it on his phone okay and kids would have access to use that on their tablets of course yes okay not just phones people kids use it on their tablets a lot it really depends on the family some I've had it actually have some families say that they prefer to not have the the child have access to the tablet because right. of other things that they could get into, and they right. then they have to use the player. So it's it just depends on what everybody wants to do. Now um, the books that do that you're able to download is there um, a visual aspect for the book as well, or it's just audio? It's just audio. Just, just audio. audio. Okay. Right. Okay. So the parents, I know. Um, we have, I have a five-year-old for the parents that know, and my son does have cerebral palsy. And we know tablet time, like you said, is a challenging time, especially when they're, you know, want to go to what they want to go to. So that's awesome for the reader. And I think sometimes us parents of younger children that have either a child that's visually, vision impaired or has some type of other issues with reading, I think we're so accustomed to giving them the tablet, but just how the Harry Potter book, the sound and everything, I can see kids sitting down listening to that and enjoying it um, because it is reading something that they would be interested in hearing. So I think that is amazing. Nicole is so true. I've had the most amazing stories come back to us. You know, I had one, I was at a, a disabilities fair, you know, resource event um, not too long ago. And I, I, um, so there was a, there was a father there with two sons, um, both very much on the spectrum, and he couldn't believe it when he, he didn't know anything about the service. We signed them up, and a couple of weeks later, I got a call from him, and he was in tears. He was saying, "I just had to call you. I just had to call you. My boys are reading. My boys are reading." Because we gave them two different players because they're two different services, and so the little one was reading Bible stories, according to the father, and the other one was reading the ancient kings of Egypt, you know, novel little novelette thing for kids, and. And he, he was just besides himself. And, and I had another mother say that the players really, and, and some people like the players for that reason too, because they can, they can be, they can be the thing for reading the books and, and the tablet is for something else. But mm-hmm. I had one mom tell me that, um, that dinner time had now turned into a pleasant moment in the family's life instead of chaos, because the kids are sitting there listening to the books and even the special needs child has their player on, but the others are listening with them. And, um, mm-hmm. Everybody's happy, you know, mom or dad is fixing, you know, dinner and everybody's calm. And I just thought, yes, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a good service. I can't say that it works for every single person. And if someone, or you know, wants to try the service and it doesn't work out, the child just isn't interested or, or, or adult or whoever the, the service is for. It's no harm, no file. You just keep the box that the book the the player comes in and, and pack it up and turn the card over just like on the books and it'll come right back to us so it's um it's 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 i think it's worth i would recommend it being worth a shot for any parent that has a child with a with a disabilities and that think with a disability or disabilities and uh and feels like they right. would like to give it a shot and so how do they do so- that I will mm-hmm. well, let me just quickly mention about the application process. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. As I say, you can go online to the DBS address at, um, and and look for the the application there. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll find something that looks just like this. 
you could fill it out online. The only thing is it has to have a certification. So a lot of people end up having to, unless, unless they are with a counselor or a professional that can certify the child, they may have to print it anyway and get a signature and send it into us, which is no big deal. It's just, um, all, all of our addresses, all of our applications have our address on it, but it's very simple. Basically it's the, the child's information or the person's information, not here. Um, an alternative contact in case they can't be reached. This is usually the parent in the case of a child. Then, you know, if the, if there's someone who's been in the service, mm -hmm. are they a vet? And then just a simple statement. What is the primary disability preventing you from reading printed material? Could be blindness, could be visual impairment, could be a physical disability, could be a reading disability, a cognitive disorder. It could be um, deaf blindness. And then it asks, are you, do, do you have any hearing problem? And that's, that's when you would check this box and we would send you an application for the amplified hearing if you wanted. The second page just explains who, who is eligible. Sorry, this is blank here. And, and um, as I say, it's, it's ex exactly what we've already described, but here is where the person would certify it. And as I say, this can be any professional who is familiar with the person's condition. It doesn't have to be a medical person. It could be a counselor, it could be a teacher, it could be a librarian, it could be anybody with a, with a professional background who's willing to put their information here, date it and sign it. And it's, it's just to keep the, pro the process has to be rigorous, but we, but we don't wanna put up more obstacles in people's way. That doesn't mean a special trip to the doctor which is huge, I think. And then on the, on, this, on the third page, they're going to indicate if they want to use their personal device and they don't need a player, if they want to have a personal, use their personal device and be signed up for the downloads, the BARD program and get a special player, uh, excuse me, get the, get the player. And some people say, I don't, I don't have a device I want to use. I just please send me the player and that's all I use. The rest of it just indicates how did you hear about it? And in this case, they could just put, um, the name of two moms and some labels, for example, or we just like to know who's helping us spread the word. And then on the other side, if they are gonna be receiving books from us through the mail and using the player, then they need to tell us what kind of books they want. Do they want, um, do they want young adult titles, children's title, and if so, what grade is the child reading at or, or functioning at? Uh, and then some kind of, the, what are their favorite books or their favorite authors? Do they like Disney? Do they like, um, Harry Potter or, or what age group are they in as well? At the very top, it does say this, new, um, reading preference, check A or B. A says, do not select books for me. Send only the specific titles that I request. B says, I wish to have books selected for me. If people check A, sometimes that causes a confusion. I have people call me up and say, well, Kathy, I got the player you know, six weeks ago and I never got any books. And that's because they checked A. That means you have to do all your own ordering. You have to go online and download, or or you can okay. go. You can you can send us emails and with orders, or you can do it. There's a number of different ways you can do that, and all of that is on the material that we that we forwarded to you, and we can we can walk through that too if if it if that would help. So so my suggestion is usually check B. That doesn't mean you can't go online and order. You can still you can do both. Is what I what I usually recommend to people, and. Um, it just depends on what the person, how, how they like to function. And of course, in mm -hmm. Florida, we have a, a wide group range of um, ages and, and um, backgrounds of people using the, the books. We have some, um, we do have folks that really don't do much on the computer at all. And so they can get their books through the mail and listen to them on the player. And then we have folks that are, they don't need the player at all. They're doing everything on their own devices. It's just, you know, 
high tech, low tech, and everything in between. So the material that I sent you includes, if I'm not mistaken, the instructions of exactly where to send any orders that you want to send. Again, it's that same address that, that appeared on the, on the uh, PowerPoint um, organization, um, presentation. It's that OPAC address. That OPAC stands for online patron, excuse me, online public access catalog. And so that's another way you can place orders. You can email that address. You can go online and order books to be sent directly to you without interfering, without us having to do anything. It's, as I say, it's a broad range of services. My recommendation is for people that sign up and you begin to get services, call the library and talk to your reader mm -hmm. advisor and make sure the account is set up exactly like you want and anything you need, they'll be happy to help you with. Uh, so I don't know if I've forgotten anything important. I hope not. Um, do you, do you want me to, what would you like me to, to, to compliment with an, this information with an, anything in particular? Um, no, Nicole? that was great. And I just want to let people know, you know, um, like I said, this is a resource. So if you have a child and, um, any type of special needs daycare, ESC program, please share this information. Sharon is caring. Share the information with the teachers and staff. I know Monday morning, I'm going to share this with my son's teachers because I know some kids in his um, school that I might not you know, know the mom, but I see the kids going in and stuff. And I know that they could really utilize this service mm -hmm. Um, if your child goes to therapy, share this information with the therapist so they can share it. Share the information with your pediatrician so they can share it with it. Sharon is caring. Um, this is a resource that I did not know about, and I feel it is amazing. Um, I'm even sitting here thinking, you know, if you your child at one point was loves to read and maybe had a traumatic brain injury or anything like that, this is perfect for them. If your child is bed bound, wheelchair bound, instead of, you know, doing the tablet or the TV all day, sign up to get a reader and, you know, have them listen to books. Like she said, you can set it. Your child can also have some independence. They can learn to press the buttons. We use a lot of the yes, no engagement buttons and different things. So this is something that your child can have some independence about what books they want to read. You can bring some normalcy into your life. And as a special needs mom, I know we all look for that. So you can sit down with your child and ask, Ask them, what books do you want? What do you want to read about? Start building those um, relationships. And then I'm even thinking about for those parents that have a special needs child, but maybe have an aging parent as well. Um, your parent might be in the nursing home now or, and, you know, going through something, you know, your mom or dad or auntie, uncle used to love to read. Physically, they're not able to hold a book anymore. Um, just different things. This is a perfect resource. They can have the reader. Yet again, we know older people, it's, she showed the reader. It's very simple to use a couple of steps and they're listening to their book, especially like I said, if they're in a nursing home, if they don't go out the room or anything like that. This is something that they can have and they can listen to. And um, the, you know, even if they're not able to go order their own books, you can do it for the family, for, for your family member and stuff like that. So this is just a resource that needs to be screamed from the mountaintop. Like this is just amazing. <laughs> I am 
so excited to be able to share this uh, with everyone that's tuning in because I sometimes feel like certain disabilities, abilities are pushed under and we don't share a lot of resources with them. Um, this is a great resource because reading is major. Reading just opens your mind up to so much. Imagine your child or parent reading a book about Egypt, Europe, Mexico, and in their mind, they're able to travel there. So your child is going to engage and understand other cultures, understand other parts of the world, all simply from you filling out this application. So we're going to have the information posted, get in touch. You get an advisor as well to walk you through and help you. Um, different <laughs> options. If you don't want to get a reader, you have that option. Um, get with your advisor. But definitely please continue to share this information um, with those around you, if you're on any type of special needs, anything in the medical field, share it, share it. I know I'm going to share it with the um, advisory boards I'm on. I'm going to share it with my son's school because I know other parents will enjoy. And I just am starting a reading challenge and I've been reading to my son every night. Um, our goal is 15 yeah. books and a week, Monday through Friday, 15 books, and we've been doing well. And I see the joy. And I just know that if a kid could just hear that um, when they're older, they might want to feel more independent and read to themselves, and they have their reader to do it with. So I think this is amazing, Miss Kathy. Thank you so much for sharing this information. <laughs> it is just, it's like mind blowing. The more I was telling Brittany the other day, the more we do the podcast, the more I'm learning about resources. And it gives me some fire because I'm like, oh, I know who could use this. I, I oh, you, I got you. So like, I'm like, okay, I got to share this with the school. I know a person that works in a nursing home. I got to share this with them. I got to share this with the hospital. So make sure you guys are sharing as well. That's, that's dollars. We're, we're, we might as well utilize it. And there's resources out there. And I mean, just to be able to even receive the reader, that is just major. So even if your your child does not like a tablet or your child does not have a tablet or a phone or anything, you still have an option. Because I know some parents will say, well, we don't have the money for a tablet or a phone, or we don't have the money to pay for audiobooks because your money is, you're tight. Maybe you're not working due to taking care of your child, a parent, but this is something that you can incorporate every day for an hour to hour, 30 minutes every day, reading with your child, your child reading, you reading to your child. I mean, just the different possibilities. We're going to have the information so you can go ahead and look it up, do some research, please reach out, um, you know, Ms. Kathy said, if you do want to book a tour, go ahead, but go online, get the application and start the process today, today. Thank you so much, Nicole. I think I'm going to have to hire you. You're perfect. That that was so wonderful to hear you say that. That's exactly what we're hoping for. Uh, remember that any institution that has um, has clients or students or, or patients with a with special needs can also become a um, an institutional partner with us. And if you have any problem at all with the application, just call the library. Call the eight hundred number. We'll send you. You'll send. We'll send you one in the mail. That you can just fill it out. It's, just drop it back in the mail. We can do it the old-fashioned way. It doesn't have to be fancy. Um, and if anybody right. wants to 
receive some of these rat cards. These are these are the cards that are the promotional cards from the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. I'll get it there. Okay. And they give a very clear dis description, especially I like this one because as it says, free audiobooks for people with reading disabilities. Very clear. Nothing mm -hmm. to do with blindness, nothing to do with vision loss. Not to right. say that we don't have people, we have people with multiple disabilities and and, and um, everybody's welcome. It's a big tent. So thank you yes. Nicole, for this opportunity. And if anybody um, has any questions, uh, just call the library and people will help. Um, again, my name is Kathy. You can always ask for me, but there's, we have 37 people working at our library um, to help us wow. get our services out. So thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, make sure you share the information. We'll be back next week with another video. Um, and again, thank you so much, Miss Kathy. Thank you for the opportunity, Nicole. It was lovely to meet you. And, and I'm, I hope you'll send me some, some links so that I can follow the podcast. And, and also I'm very interested to, if there's any way I can support um, two moms and some labels, you let me know. Um, and I'd be very happy to do that. And if you need, again, if anybody needs materials like these, we can, and you want to get them in physical hard copy, we can do that as well. But um, Nicole has them and she's going to be posting them. I'm going to send a couple more pieces of information if Great. you left out and then you'll have it all. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And you guys look for that information and go ahead and get that application and also sharing is caring. So make sure you get out there and share. Thank you guys for tuning in to Two Moms and Some Labels and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.